Hey guys, this is Beth, and welcome to the People Who See podcast. We ask questions often avoided, and we listen to stories often unheard. We believe great stories and great questions allow us to see our world differently. Thank you for joining the conversation. Let's dive in. Um, you've had a chance to listen to the other two intro episodes, and now we get to introduce all of the amazing, the Mm -mm. fantastic, Jared Bell! Wow. Yep. I'm I'm sure there's a lot of applause going on on the other side of those ear, of people's earbuds. Uh, hey, Jared. Hello. Okay, Jared. Question number one. Well, you know, it's an easy one. Tell us where you live and how you fill your days. So I live in Arvada, Colorado. Haven't lived here for very long. Used to live in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And how do I fill my days? Well, I work during the day. And then most weekdays, I get home at about 3.30. And if I have time for, you know, some sort of hobby, music or whatnot, I will before my kids get home. And then I will, uh, I will help them with homework. Then we do family dinner. I'm getting really detailed, but <laughs> I love, when you I get love to, when you get I to my it. age and you have lots of kids, I think people out there will understand. Like your your adventure that you have is in the little things and in like planned things. So weekends are for adventure. After recording, I typically try not to have very many like meetings or coffee meetings or things scheduled because I just. I just want to get outside. I just want to do something that in those mountains, in those beautiful mountains. You know, going to the mountains is great, but on the weekends, um, you got a lot of Instagram influencers there, or at least everybody there Dead. has to buy a water because all they remembered to bring was their phone. <laughs> you know, you. I shouldn't say everybody, but no, that I mean, I'll go to non-touristy places. There you go. Tell us more about your age and who you live with. You don't have to tell us your age, but who do you live with? Let's just say I was barely born in the 80s. Like I barely made it into being an 80s baby. And I live with my family. I have uh, one wife. I have three kids. (laughs) Every time I say that, it's every time. Hot Becky is what we call her. Hot Becky. So my my house has three kids, uh, 11 and under. And so what I say is my house is just full of joy. Jared, who are, tell me one or two influential people in your life that you feel like have shaped you in thinking or however you want to interpret that question. People that have influenced you. Oh, wow. One or two. Yeah, there's, I'll try to keep the story short. So one of them's named Paul Stonehouse, a beautiful Canadian man who I met uh, my first year of undergrad. And that was a, a, I mean, undergrad is a pretty transitional time in your life, pretty transformational time, whether, no matter where you are. But I chose the undergrad route and he was, uh, he hired me for my first like leadership type job in college. I was an RA and on the res life team of this 
like it was like a dream job for every guy that had anything like my life. Like it was just a dream job. And I remember like going into it pretty arrogant. And he was the first person to ever call me out and say things like, if you just focus on um, who you're made to be, um, you're going to be blown away by who you are a year from now. Right. Like, like just calling me out. Cause I was the funny guy or at least I wanted to be right. Didn't mean I was funny, but I did things to get attention. I, uh, I was pretty arrogant and he, uh, he called me out with his friendly, beautiful red beard and smile. You know, I want to say my dad for the next one. My dad's just been such a consistent, faithful person in my life. When you're the oldest of three boys, there, there tends to be a lot of attention that three boys need from their dad. And, uh, and he was, he was always really faithful and being a, a father now, you appreciate that more and you just can't help but say that. Jared, I'm going to take this to a deeper place. Um, tell me. I already mentioned my dad. So right, I love that. Tell me, I stole this question from Dr. Susan Reese from Sioux Falls Seminary, but what, what breaks your heart? What is the thing that moves you to the point of pursuing things you're passionate about? I mean, I guess it could be one, oh. but tell us more. Yeah. Wow. Today, geez, what breaks my heart? I think that, I think what it really comes down to, and I'll unpack it a little bit, is unfairness. Like I, just the unfairness of, of, of wealth throughout the world. I, uh, I was thinking yesterday how I will never in my life be at a place where I will want to do or need to do anything to impress the uber rich, right? Like the fact that there are people that spend like $30,000 on dinner and there are people dying of hunger somewhere just, just baffles my mind and breaks my heart, right? And I'm not saying it's their responsibility to fix all the world's problems, but the fact that like... There's such unfairness, even with um, with healthcare and um, and obviously privilege plays plays a part in a lot of the history of it. But I think unfairness, like I just whether it's whether it's that person's decisions or someone else's decisions, I just uh, I just believe that the Imago Day is tarnished by the unfairness that we have systems like upholding in this world, and I'm a part of them, right? Like I don't. Uh, I benefit from from some of them that I'm still trying to work out and still trying to discover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell us what drew you to this podcast. Why did you say yes? Why did you come up with the idea? Yeah, I was herding sheep and I saw this burning bush. I and stop it. I thought if and I just come back. Moses. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's a good thing we're not a video podcast. They can't see my huge white beard. Wait, oh no, that's after I go up the mountain later. Never mind. <laughs> Anyways, yes, I have found that conversations um, are something that are really hard for people to have in this cultural moment. There is, we are in a cultural moment that having conversations is is something that we almost need like training classes for. Um, in a lot of cultures, have been a part of. I've lived in different places in the states. And in the, the Western culture of like individualism is such a uh, promoted posture of living that to have a conversation is so difficult. But I actually, actually some of the best conversations I've had the past three, four years with people who like we started talking because actually I have so many questions about why they think something totally different than I do. 
it has caused me to see the world differently. Cool. And I, I believe too that there are people out there like that I talk to a lot that they really want to to see a better world. Uh, you know, they want to see us get through this culture moment healthier than we were when we started it and and break some of the systems or replace them that got us here. But we just really don't know how. And I think it has much more to do with how we see the world than it is to just what we do. Now, doing is important. But if we're not seeing things, like like seeing the layers of people, then we're, we're, we're going to go after a lot of punitive justice as opposed to holistic healing. Thank you so much for listening. Do you have or know of a story that needs to be heard? Keep the conversation going by following us on Instagram or Twitter and sharing this conversation with someone else who needs to be a part of it. Or if you're like Beth and social media isn't your thing, you can also email us at peoplewhosee at gmail.com. Follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts so you never miss a conversation. And if you loved an episode, rate, review, and share. Your support ensures that more stories are being heard and more questions are being asked.